When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Michael K Show. Met fans are really hating me, Yankee boy, so I'm going to lean into yeah, it. What else is Man, well, why, I've told you that for years. No, here's the thing that bothers me. See if you follow me. I say these things totally what I think is objective. This is how I feel. Well, I know and people, that. And the Met fans also, I didn't read that stuff. So he never rips the Yankees. Really? You should be on the other end of phone calls when I rip the Yankees. Right. I rip the Yankees an awful lot for people that actually, it's somebody who's the voice of the Yankees for 32 years. So you're all a bunch of creeps, okay? Every single one of you. That thinks that you don't have ears, you don't have brains, you don't know what you're talking about. I kill everybody. See, Equal opportunity this, slayer. The Michael K Show on ninety eight point seven ESPN. I I tell you, you know, in listening back to it, that was strong, and I'd like to take the time right now to double down because I feel Do just like that. Do it. Clown faces. About time, Michael. This is what this is what I've been waiting for. All right, Don. What was your question? All right, you were talking about Stearns, and he hadn't done he hadn't won in Milwaukee, but I believe that this is the way of the world with the analytics and how teams are built. Would if Brian Cashman was hired to be the Mets general manager, would he be doing anything differently? I don't know. I think you know you you actually brought up a good point earlier. You know, I've been indoctrinated with the Yankee way for my whole life. So I think Brian Cashman would go there and try to win every single year. I think he yeah, tried to build something sustainable. That's what he's tried to do with the Yankees. But he's never, and for had, the most part, other than last year, next man up worked out. He's never had to rebuild teams. Yes, he did. Well, when when he traded Chapman and Miller, he rebuilt. All right, the but, run. He's, but he still had. But the team was competitive. But, you're right. They were competitive because they were able to call up Aaron Judge at the time, Sanchez, who you know was a highly touted prospect and actually had a very good close to the 2016 season and the beginning of 2017. But if Brian had taken over as the Mets general manager, if the Yankees let him go last year and the Mets gobbled him up, I don't know if he'd be doing anything know. different. Because you want to rebuild the farm system, which is starting to build. I mean, I'm getting tweets from people saying it's already in the middle of the pack now, and it's starting to build and getting better. That I don't know. The one thing Brian Cashman doesn't usually do, Michael, is give give any amount of money more than he believes somebody is worth. That's, right. that's that kind of his staple. So I don't know if he'd go out there and hold his nose and sign people unless he was under an edict from management to do it. Like you saw what happened in 2009. I don't think he wanted to sign Mark Teixeira. But no, he did. But he, he, he but he needed the permission from the yeah. He, I mean, you work with the owner's budget, right? But uh, and and if, so if and he told Hal, you know what, this will do it, and he was right. It did it. Won him a championship. But he doesn't go out and get anybody that he doesn't want to get. He doesn't spend more money than he than he wants to spend. He's he's pretty shrewd, much to the Yankee fans' chagrin sometimes. Like so, you can kill Stearns for maybe being inadequate doing it this way because he's coming from the small market mentality in Milwaukee. I think he's coming from the analytic mentality that most baseball people have, led by guys like Brian Cashman. I don't think it would be much different. I get it. And when you, we've always had that debate. Does Brian really want to be the GM of the, the Kansas City Royals to see how smart he is? Right. But he's got the Steinbrenner family's money. David Stearns can't be totally analytic. You've got to take advantage of your advantage, and your advantage is Steve Cohen's money. 
you got to be able to do that. The Dodgers do it with the Guggenheim money. Now, I, I look at the Met payroll right now, and you know where it went wrong? And I'm going to talk about a player that I really like. And I think he's excellent. Mm-hmm. They went off the rails giving Lindor that Of course money. they did. He's not worth $34 right. million. If he was a free agent today, he would not get $34 right. million dollars a year. And that was pre-Stearns, and I'm sure if Stearns was here, he probably would say, do we really want to bid against ourselves and give this and guy And they bid against more? themselves. Right. They should have let him play that year and then let him go exactly. to the free agent market. Exactly. They, owe, three, they got him for eight more years. Eight more years at $34 million a year. So some of the mistakes that um, Cohen made in his excitement of building a team right away it's right. haunting them right now but but i'm going to spin it as a positive even though you're 100 correct is that well they now have an all-star shortstop right that is going to be here hopefully when this team turns the corner which i think can be next year that you still have a shortstop in his prime the question is going to be about pete alonzo like what do they do like the caller had before like well why don't they spend for him i don't know if they want to because again you don't even think he's worth $40 million. That's what he's going to be asking for. And will they? Will Cohen go a little bit over just because he's an original Met? Or will they just stick to their guns? Pete Alonso is not the perfect player. As much as I like him, and I hope he stays, he's not the perfect player. And he's also not going to get $40 million a year. So why should the Mets give it to him? Maybe they'll be able to get him cheaper. And if he does get $40 million, I think the Mets are very comfortable saying, okay, go have fun. Because we're not going to pay you that. Well, it, I don't think there's anything wrong, even when you're a billionaire. Just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you go and spend a thousand dollars. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If the Mets are like on the periphery of getting the last wild card spot in July, and it's not a team that's going to make a run, now you can look at it that way, because you have to be able to self evaluate better than people yes. evaluate you. And well, you know you're not. You know you're not signing Alonso to the deal that he wants. Would you trade him? I, I need to see what they're getting in return. Right. But this is, they were talking about this on on the morning show, where Dave is like, you're going to have to trade him. The problem is what happened with the Arizona Diamondbacks last year. Like, every Met fan is going to look at any possibility of making the playoffs that you might be able to make a run to the World Series. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the fans would want to see that happen. Now, does Steve Cohen have to listen to the fans or do what's best for the organization? I think they'll trade him. If they don't believe they've got a World Series team, I think they'll trade him. But it could backfire from the fan standpoint because we've seen wild card, not very good teams. Heck, before the wild card, you know, the the Mets were barely a 500 team in 73 and should have beaten the Oakland A's and won a World Series. Like, so... I think they'll probably do what's best for the organization, but it could backfire, Michael, because I think a lot of the Yankee, a lot of the Met fans that are on board with this rebuild are going to look at a team that could make the playoffs and take a knee on it for prospects and say, we could have been the Arizona Diamondbacks. Why are we taking a knee on a possible World Series? Could, it could be a very difficult sell. It but really you know what? They did, even without Stearns there, they, they did it last year. They took a knee on no. a wild card. They, never, they, they weren't good, Michael. But, but they were not you, good. You trade away your two best pitchers. But but, but they ended up getting hurt anyway. Right. And I think they knew that there was that possibility. And well, if Michael, they knew they were going to get hurt, then it was... They a, weren't going to make a run, Michael. How do you know? Because they, they, they How many were. Games, they fit, what did they finish with? 78 wins? Yeah. The, the, the Diamondbacks had 84. I, all I know is at the time of the deal, I think they absolutely did the right thing. And they were proven right because of the the injury situation. Let's go to Matt in Long Island City. Matty. Hey, guys. Um, I want to jump on the Michael contradicting himself bandwagon. Oh, no. Um, Michael, I, I think you're kind of acting like the Yankee callers that we all hate. 
they, you know, they, the, I like to call them the George Wood callers. The George Wood have done this. Yep. What would George, George do? Done that. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, on one hand, you're saying that Mets fans should want Steve Cohen to act like, you know, Steinbrenner Jr. But then when the Yankee, the annoying Yankee callers, you know, expect Steinbrenner Jr. to act like Steinbrenner Jr., you say, well, it's a different league now. You can't have a George Steinbrenner now because of these, these very punitive damages. So it does come off, uh, you know, and I'm well, a Yankee fan. It comes off contradictory. But, 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 but I'm, uh, if it comes off contradictory, then I'm not really articulating myself the right way. So I, I'm glad you're pointing it out. I'm saying, I didn't say that he should be Steinbrenner Jr. I said that when he bought the team, Met fans thought they were going to get the, the reincarnation of George Steinbrenner. That's sincerely what they, they, they thought. And my point is, if you're the New York Mets... The one advantage that you have over every other team is the wallet of Steve Cohen. So if you're going to diminish that and eliminate money as as your advantage, then what's the difference? What's the difference if Steve Cohen owns it or Joe Schmo? Well, I mean, obviously Joe Schmo is going to have a lot of money. But he's not going to have $20 billion. No, but, but we've already seen the effect of Cohen by buying out those contracts of Sergio and Verlander. Oh, okay. Wilpon wouldn't have done that. Uh, Wilpon, I'm telling you what Wilpon would have done. Wilpon would have sold the fan base that they still had a chance to make the playoffs, held on to those two pitchers. They would have gotten hurt. They would have gotten nothing for them. They still would have finished under 500 and now have those two albatrosses around their neck to start this year. Oh, by the way, both of them starting the year on the IL. That's what would have happened with Wilpon. Didn't happen with Cohen. He used his money. He flexed his muscle to get out of that and build the minor league system. And if some fan thought they were getting George Steinbrenner Jr., that's on them. He said it at the press conference. He wanted to rebuild the minor league system. We've been waiting on Stearns for two years for him to get out of his contract. Uh, so if you thought you were getting something that he's not, that's on you. But everybody thought that the money was going to be a difference maker because the Wilpons didn't have money because of right. Madoff. And, and, and I think it's been a difference maker just by what happened with Scherzer and Verlander. But, and you're going to see that difference in 2025 when they're going to be major competitors for some of the best free agents but, but in the, the league. My only point is is that his he flexed his money muscle by bought, out buying his mistakes. Yeah, so, so he didn't make but, the team better, but but he at least but that's part of it, right? Is out buying your mistakes. So part of being that's a, a big part. market team is that when you make a bad deal, you get up from it. You know, back back in the day, and I'm trying to remember the time frame, but back in the early 2000s, all the Yankees need a DH. All right, we'll go out and get I, Glenn he, Allen Hill. Oh, that didn't work. We'll go out and get like you could throw a bunch of money and, you, and you have a make up for what mistakes. What would they do? Like I happen to like personally and as a player, Harrison Bader. Right. And by the way. Sometimes the Yankees' rules save people from themselves. What do you mean? Uh, Harrison Bader has like a whole full red beard. Doesn't not look. I mean, he looked stunningly model handsome when his face was clean. And now he looks like. And you. now he looks like you know, kind of like you, like me. Not what you want. So you don't, you think Clay Bellinger is a better center fielder than Harrison Bader? Cody, I keep saying Clay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you think Cody Bellinger is better? Would it make the match no. better? Yeah. All right, so you didn't go that route, and that would have been a five-year deal, six-year deal. And you're right, nobody signed him yet. Well, because the maybe guy, they don't want to give him that many years. But I'm, but but why? If money is no object. Because because why? But I'll give the same analogy. Just because I'm a billionaire means i got to go and spend $1,000 for eggs? No, I'm not why, saying... Why can't I just spend the money the way that I want to be able to I, spend it? I understand Nobody's it, but... Nobody's touched egg, this guy, so are, why egg, are the Mets the bad guy when nobody because, else is giving him a they're, contract? they're waiting for the money to come down. I understand. Because as I said, I've said this a hundred times, all of Boris's clients that are out there have warts. 
but you can't say that you're not a better but, team with with Cody but, Bellinger than you are with Harrison Bader but, at center. But, but again, I, and also it, that would be your your first baseman if Alonso leaves. But it's a perfect player for you. But I, but if they don't want to sign him because they don't think he's worth the money, I just don't understand why a guy that's got more money than everybody, that means it's okay for him to overspend on things that he doesn't want to spend it on. Like I said, I'm, I'm having the best party going. I, I got to go spend $1,000 for eggs just because I can? Why, why can't I just make good baseball decisions? And so Steve Cohen's guilty. Nobody else is signing Bellinger to that contract, but Steve Cohen's the guilty one because no, he's got but, the money. But you're, you're saying the eggs analogy, and I'm going to use, okay, I'm going to serve meat at my party. I could either serve Salisbury steak or I could serve Chateaubriand. You would think that if you went to Steve Cohen's house, he's serving Chateaubriand. He's not serving Salisbury steak. That's the difference. Eggs are eggs. That's the price. I'm not asking him to to overpay for eggs. I'm asking him to get a better grade of meat. A better grade of meat is Bellinger. In your opinion. You don't think Bellinger's better than Bader? I do, but but now you're talking about a four or five year contract. I got a much affordable player that's going to get me through, and then we'll see what they do with him down the road. Let's go to um, Nick and Nutley. Yeah, hello. Hey, Nick. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Thank you, guys. All right, real quick. What you I, I'm, I'm kind of siding with both you guys on this Met and what they should go out and do. However, if you recall, David Stern, during a press conference, said, we got to see what these young guys can do. What, or what we got them for. Vientos, Alvarez, uh, Beatty, all these guys. We got to see what they can do. So my take is... They'll see what they can do, and that predetermines what they're going to do for next year. You know, I'm well, not saying I, they're stars. I, 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 think, I think you're right, Nick, but trying to find out if three kids can do it, 33% of your team, that's asking a lot. So the Yankees last year wanted to see what Volpe could do. They didn't have every other kid in their farm system come up. I mean, a good system integrates young players. They don't put them all out there. Now, if those three players end up making I think Alvarez will, then you know what? It's a home run. If they all don't make it, then you know what? You just wasted the year. No, but but now you know what you've got to go out and get. But you wasted the year. But no, but why why is evaluation a waste of a year? Because you might not win while you're evaluating. So... But it's a year that's gone. Uh, I, 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 see, this is where we fundamentally disagree. I'm I'm using this evaluation process. You're telling me to go out and get players to replace the young guys that I have, and now I won't be able to see what I have because they're not going to be able to play. If I sign a third baseman, that means Beatty doesn't play. All right. If I sign a DH, Vientos doesn't play. Mm-hmm. So then maybe I do have a, a, a possible star. Now he doesn't play. And I'll use the same analogy I did earlier in the show. If they had done that with Alvarez, that great year he had last year, doesn't happen. What if they went out and signed a catcher the, for a year, and then he sits and watches, and now, now you don't know. Now they're actually thinking of extending well, him based on what he was able to do. One thing that I would lean on your side, every time they've made any kind of play with big money, they've, they struck out. I mean, they signed they signed McCann, James McCann, rather than JT Realmuto. Right. And they, they gave Francisco Lindor 30, $341 right. million. And, uh, they didn't work and, out. And, right. the and good, Scherzer and Verlander. Ber- and the good thing is, is that now that was pre-Stearns. So now they've got a guy that hopefully won't make those types of mistakes. But I don't blame Billy Apple because I think he was being pushed by Cohen. I, I Right. And now you brought in somebody that could be the brains of the operation, baseball-wise, and point in the right direction. That's how George got turned around. If it would be, Everybody talks about George Steinbrenner, right? 
all the, the money that he spent, the bad trades, and then eventually when you got good baseball people in there, it turned things around. I mean, just because Cohen's a billionaire and a Met fan doesn't mean he's going to make smart baseball decisions. Now now they might have a grown-up in the room to make the right well, decisions. Well, the best thing that happened to the Yankees was that when they hit rock bottom, and that's what happened to the Orioles. But I don't think the Mets and Cohen who's 65 years old, wants to go through a five-year rebuilding process. I don't think it's going to take five years when you're going to be able to spend the money in free agency next year. And and again... I understand last year got away from them. I've got Diaz back. I've got another year of Senga. I've got all-stars in the infield. But why are you looking Uh, at next year as a panacea? Why couldn't it be this year? You keep saying, well, who? There are players that would make you better. Well, but I think they really want, I think they're going to be all in on Soto. I think they're really going to be all in on him, and then we'll see what they do with Pete Alonso. I think they'd like to re-sign him and make sure they could be in competition for him. And I don't see why next year has to be uh, I don't. Th- I don't see a championship. But why can't it be a fun year? I mean, they, they've this got year, talent. You know? Why? Why can't this year be a fun year? You've got uh, your catcher. You got your first baseman. You got your second base. You got your shortstop. All right, there, there could be a hole at third. But I, I've got players coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, you don't think that this team can be? I don't think they have uh, enough starting pitching. I don't. I, mean, I don't think their offense is terrible. No, I don't think, and I don't think no, their defense. Is maybe terrible. they get lucky. I think their starting pitching. It's not like Severino hasn't pitched well in Major League Baseball. He has absolutely. Quintana can be a really good starting and pitcher. You're putting Sanka a lot on you know, so there are things that can come together, and I do believe that this team gets off to a really good start. I think they could pivot again and maybe be in competition instead of selling at the deadline. But you know, getting getting pitchers, I I, I really think this can be still a fun competitive season. I don't see a hundred loss team here. Let's go to Edwin in Stony Point. How are you doing today? Good, you? Good. First of all, Peter, you look amazing. Don and Teal, never seen a man dress better. Michael, it's a blessing and curse. You with the stubble, man, you had a Nick, Le- Nick Cannon level of kids right now. That's it's crazy. It's, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Come on, Edwin. It's I, just, it's hideous. I'm, no. I'm a hideous mess. Are you, I'm looking at your screen right now. You look amazing. Uh, you know what? You know what you just did? Edwin, very sloppy. Edwin, you know what you just did? What did he do? He ruined the compliment to me. I can't even accept what he just said about me. After he wow. said that your stubble look, I'm just being honest with you. No, my stubble. Looks I wish awful. I could shave my face. I don't like how my face looks clean shaven. Your face is meant to be clean shaven. You look like trash. <laughs> you see, Edwin. You see. I'm on. This is but, but you know what? I lost like the bet because he lost the bet. I lost the bet. Supposed to hurt and it hurts. Well, we're not at the Pusic yet. The Pusic will be hideous. We all know that. Uh, it's, yeah, the whole yeah, way is going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's going to be awful. All right, what do you got, Ed? All right, uh, Michael. You made a point about the the Mets saying that we had hitters. That they string a lot of hits together, and it does. That's not going to get you a win. But we have the pop hitter with Alonzo. Well, we shouldn't sign him again. He's our best pop hitter. Are we going to get more pop in the next couple of years? No, I, I don't I'm, know not saying, I'm not saying that. I don't think the Mets want to sign him, Edwin, because he he hired Scott well, not for Boris the money that he wants. He, he he probably wants Aaron Judge money. And now I'm going to sound like Yankee boy, and that's fine. He's not Aaron Judge. He's not the player Aaron Judge is. Aaron Judge is one of the best hitters in baseball. Pete Alonso is one of the best power hitters in baseball. Aaron Judge combines being a power hitter with a great hitter and a high on base percentage, and he also is a plus defender. Pete Alonso hey, doesn't I, play a, I plus, got, a I, plus defender position. If I had to bet, I would think we're going to fast forward to February 21st, 2025, mm-hmm. and Pete Alonso is still going to be unsigned. I think it's going to go the same way it's going with a lot of Boris clients this year. He's going to be asking for the moon and the stars, and we're going to get deep into spring training next year. He's not going to sign. And so is Steve Cohen going to look like the bad guy if he doesn't sign him and nobody else is? Or is that the writing on the wall that maybe he's not the worth the money he's asking for? And because he's a billionaire, 
Does that mean he now has to be the one guy to pay more money to Pete Alonso than anybody else? No, no. But he, but you do pay a premium for your homegrown guy, and that somebody and I, and I, that, that your I fans agree with, like that. I agree with, and I think maybe they'll go slightly higher. But does that mean he wants $40 million a year, nobody's willing to pay more than 34 35 and that he's got to be the one to pay the extra $5 million, Or he'll go, you know what, I'll go 36 for Pete Alonso, but I'm not going to go 40 Everybody else is smart, and then he's stupid because he happens to be the richest guy in the room? All right, what is your favorite team worth? Who are the top five teams in terms of value? We'll tell you when we get back. When I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. Even when the game goes into extra innings, I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea, take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea, join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Bay Ridge Mazda. That's right, baby. Your go-to Honda dealer serving the five boroughs of New York is celebrating President's Day with their Dollar Down President's Day event. Drive home a brand new Civic or HRV with just $1 down. Or keep your current ride running smoothly with $1 oil changes. Shop the Dollar Down President's Day event only at your President's Award winner, Bay Ridge Honda. Online at BayRidgeHonda.com. $1 down payment with approved credit for well-qualified buyers. Not all will qualify oil changes plus tax shop supplies and disposal fee diesels and some models higher limit one per customer up to five quarts of oil no further discount supply see dealer for details ends 2-29-24 this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. I got to lift the curtain. Peter looks terrific today, and he has a pair of gucky loafers on. Gucky. They're so beautiful. 
Aren't they? Lovely? They are really beautiful. I know. Yeah. I, I saw if you these, can get that for the camera, wow. These the, look at these guckies. Don, you see this? The the suede. Those are very beige, nice. They look Gucci trem- loafers. And, and and the socks match the outfit perfectly. Thank you. Who dressed you today? I dressed myself. Really? Yeah. I had a had a meeting before the show. So I wanted to look like a professional. And I had been dressing up these days anyway. That's um, a great look. Oh, I appreciate that. Um I did I did want to say something because um I uh, pride myself on being authentic and um I know I'm within reason um but if you were listening yesterday I, I checked out in the middle of the show which I've never done before about uh, about 5:15 uh, a friend reached out to me and said just said another friend of mine uh, another friend of mine just said their name like uh kind of like exclaiming and I was like what's going on and they said they said call me um, and then I think he realized he kind of scared me, so he kind of talked me down and said, hey, call me after your show. And then another one of our friends texted and said, basically, I'm sure you guys have, have heard the news by now, um, that my good friend Jerry uh, was killed in an accident two nights ago. And I found out during the show yesterday, and I didn't know exactly what to do. I could probably swallow it down and just kind of keep going, but part of me, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. I mean, obviously, the second I heard, I, I burst into tears immediately. But then I, I can kind of pack it back in. But it just sort of feels inappropriate for someone who I loved to then get on the air and say, good evening, Michael. Good evening. And play drops. Right. It just didn't feel mm. right. So I I um I took the time and I talked to my friends um, who were all were all part of the same group who lost Jerry. And I, I just want to take a minute just to say what a wonderful man Jerry Crystal was. Uh, and I, I hate saying this on the air because I'm sure there are people out there in this tri-state because he's from here that maybe didn't know. Um, but I, he owned a gym in Inwood called uh, InFit that he that has already posted uh, the news. He He... This guy just lit up a room. He was, and I know people say that when people pass. Oh, you won't believe how nice they were. Jerry was a character of epic proportion. He cracked me up. He was raw and honest as a friend, and um, a tremendous guy. And just, I'm so overwhelmed by the, this loss and the and his friends and family, and also the way that it happened, guys. He he, he pulled over on the side of the road because he had a flat tire. Mm-hmm. He took the car off to the side. He got out of the way of the, the side of the road to, to try to be safe. Mm-hmm. And somehow someone smashed into him and, and killed him. Um, this amazing, vibrant uh, 42-year-old man who was about to turn 43 years old, in the best shape of his life, looked unbelievable. And it just made me think, like, we, we have no idea. Nope. We have no idea. Nope. You wake up, and you just be thankful you woke up. I mean, I said to Natalie yesterday... I know this sounds like crazy. I don't know why this affects me so much. But I said, you know, he he talked to me a lot through a lot of the hard things I went through. And, um, you know, I talked about everything with him. So he'd be talking to me about Rocky and Rocky's health. And I have Rocky, this sweet old dog who has serious heart problems. He's going to go into heart failure at some point. But he just kind of keeps on trucking along. Mm -hmm. This old dog who when you hear him, you think grim death is chasing him down every minute. And like how and I'm so happy I have Rocky, but like how is Rocky still okay? And this 42 year old vibrant man is just gone, like for no reason, mm. because because he 
pulled over because he had a flat tire? We make all of these plans our whole life. We plan all these things. You know, he owned this business, and he owned a business prior to that. He owned an insurance company. You do all these things, guys, and then, I know this is incredibly morose, but I just want to be honest with everyone, because I've now experienced this with so many people over the years, and then it's all gone in one minute. And, you know, I like to bust your chops, Michael, about, like, being happier, like, you know, and it's a lot easier said than done. We all fall into our mundane things that make us sort of, like, used to life, but, like, God, we just have to live every day. And, 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 you know, like I hadn't spoken to Jerry recently because of, uh, not because of me and him personally, but because of someone else in our group, we had like a sort of political disagreement and, and people mm-hmm. hadn't spoken and it's like over what we, we can't control any geopolitics. We can't do anything. And people are split amongst other people. They don't talk. And in the end, we have zero control of what can possibly happen. But all I know is, because something else happened in the world, I never talked to him again. We mm. last talked in like, we last spoke in person probably in November. So, anyways, I'm sorry to take everyone down this path, but two things: one, I just want everyone to know where I'm at, and two, I just wanted to say out loud for anyone who knew Jerry Crystal that he was a sweet, sweet, wonderful man who who will be missed. So thanks for giving me the the floor, guys. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss, and it's so weird because you know at five fifteen, we knew that you were off the air. We didn't know how to address it, so we never addressed it. And we, you know, we just started talking about baseball and just assumed, well, everybody will know Peter was just ducking <laughs> out anyway. But then when ENN started. And, right. You know, and, and Anthony's doing it, so it did become. Yeah, no, and I, I, I thought, I, I just, I, I always think of our listeners, that you guys are our people. And, uh, you know, listen, you don't have to send me all kinds of condolences and stuff like that. I'm not his immediate family. I'm not his next of kin, but I did love the guy. He was a, he was a wonderful guy. And I, I got to tell you, man, over the last 10 years, I've just, I've had too many, too many of these with young people. That's awful. It is awful. And I do, I do truly believe that, uh, you know, you just don't know. I mean, like when I got into the accident with Jody, how close, you know, you're driving along, just had a great night. Well, you know what? So, so listen to this real quick. So our mutual, a mutual friend of ours who I talked to today about Jerry, he said, well, he's a religious guy. The guy I was talking to, he, mm-hmm. has, he has a lot of faith and it's, sometimes it's amazing, man, talking to people who are truly of faith mm-hmm. to see how well they can navigate these things because they really have a belief system in place. Mm-hmm. It's one of the wonderful things that uh, I think religious people have that some of us who aren't as religious don't get to have. Um, and he was saying, well, how about this? You have this happen with Jerry, which makes no sense. He pulls over and all of a sudden he's gone. And then on the flip side, he said his brother, my friend's my mutual friend's brother Mm -hmm. had a heart attack the other day, a heart attack that should kill you like a widow maker, the kind that you just don't, but he happened to be on the phone with a random person who was a nurse. This is not someone he knew. Well, just happened to be on the phone with someone training. And when he said casually, my arm, he was said out loud, my arm. And they right away took to it and said, tell me, can you do this? Can you do that? Immediately said, you are having a heart attack. This is someone he doesn't know well. I need you to hang up. I need you to call 911 and then call me back. Called 911, made it to the hospital and, and made it through because they happened to be on the phone with someone. 
It just feels like this is all so random. Some of us try really hard with our health. Some of us don't try hard at all with our health. Like I said, Jerry was literally, the man was a picture of physical prowess. I mean, he was just a physically incredible person. And we just have no idea what's going to happen. It's 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 scary, man. Getting older, Michael, it's, it's literally walking through a minefield every day, just hoping that everything's going to be all right all That's the time. That's what I tell you all the time. That's why I'm constantly uh, in fear. But that, but no, that, and why I give you a hard time is, don't you think it's, you're doing it backwards? Well, uh, maybe. Shouldn't but, it just be we go that, the opposite? We but, go balls to the wall, pardon the expression, all the time? Well, but uh, so I always see young people driving like maniacs, right? And I go, they should be the ones who are driving slow. Because I have 80 years of life ahead of them. And then you see 75-year-old people with their two hands on the wheel and they're going 20 miles an hour. Those should be the ones that should be going nuts because they're not, they're not dealing with as much of, of, of a risk. But it's just, it's, it's, it's bass backwards. It, it is. just is. It is. Uh, Brian and Yonkers, I guess he wants to talk about this. Brian? I was just thinking the other day and how it, it kind of um, goes right into what you're saying. If... If San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, that woman's still alive in Kansas City. Yeah, you're right. I, it makes no Just sense. Random stuff. It That's makes it. That's it all. Ma- yeah, no, it's a, it's it's a it's an interesting point. It makes no sense, but it's absolutely true. Every well, that's the other thing. That was what was that movie? Um, the movie about death, where like everything. Oh, gee, what movie's about death? I know. Sorry, The Notebook. No, that's one. But everything, everything affects everything. Every you can sit there and analyze every decision. Why do you do? I always think about that with driving. I'll be like, well, what if I make oh, this yeah. turn and this is what leads to something bad? Was that the butterfly effect? The butterfly effect. So that's why you just gotta. It, it it it's not up to us. You do the best you can. Like it doesn't make any sense to be three hundred and fifty pounds and smoke. And, and and be like, oh, I wonder why I died of a heart attack. You do the best you can, but you do realize it's not in our hands. So you just do the best you can and you hope, and I guess that's where faith comes in, that all of this leads to something beyond. What do they always say? That he's, all, he's in a better place. I mean, that's the hope, is that how you treated yourself and others here is going to open a door to a better place down the road where it's all going to make sense. Like you said, your friend's 42 years old. But you know, there's, there's there's kids dying of cancer that didn't even do anything yet. You know, oh, let me tell you like, something. It, it makes no sense. I, I, that's why I'm hoping, you know, that at, it, when it, when it's all said and done, that it's not just dark and we have no idea why we were even here in the first place. That we'll all go. All right, now it's all making sense. Now that's what you hope. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing about Jerry. He lived a lot of life. Let me tell you this. Michael K. would be impressed with the life that my friend Jerry lived. He lived a lot of life in in 42 years. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Don. The Islanders-Rangers Stadium Series delivered the most viewed regular season game since ESPN reacquired the NHL rights mm. in 2021. The game averaged 1.6 million viewers, including me. That's Holy not bad. Crap. It was on ESPN. Regular, it was on, well, not on ABC. No, it was, it was on, on ABC. ABC. It was ABC. That's why some of these, like ESPN, you know, the, the Monday Night Football top, well, it's on ABC now. And I know everybody has ESPN, but for some reason, broadcast television, just more people watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it skews it a little because it was on Channel 7 yeah. here in New York. And there yeah. were 80,000 people in the building that would have watched it had they not been in the building Isn't that weird that it still makes a difference? It does make a difference. Network. Yeah. Isn't that weird, though? I don't you would know think why, these though. Days, you would think these days... There are a lot of people who have the ESPN app and don't even have a cable system to watch Channel 7. And they don't have their bunny, the antenna, the rabbit ears in. So, uh, the only thing that would make sense to me, and I can't imagine that people still do this, 
because they have remotes. And do people just turn the TV on and put on, I'm going to see what's on, channel two, four, five, seven like uh, is and then they'll stop whatever they find something good and and you want to be like you want to be lower on the dial because you don't want to be channel 100 and something no, otherwise but you would think that get... only happens with movie channels you wouldn't think with a rangers uh, you know everyone knows like who stumbles on a hot a regular season hockey game and just goes let me see what this right, is right you have to know okay msg is this Maybe you see the spectacle well, of it and you go, that looks interesting. Is it po- I'm just thinking the game started a little later than it was supposed to, right? So it was supposed to start at like 320. It started at 347. And I don't know, did, because it's Channel 7, did it spill into the news or spill into something that people expected to be on? They turned it on at 5 o'clock, not you know, expecting the game to be, or 6 o'clock, expecting the game to be over. And then they got caught up and ended up watching the third period. Like, I don't know. It, it it just seems to me that we would be over the whole network television as opposed to who doesn't have ESPN, who doesn't have TBS, who doesn't have TNT. I can understand if it's HBO because not everybody has HBO, but no, and nobody has the antenna ears anymore, right? They don't have you don't have an antenna in your house anymore. You have to have cable or something in order to be able to get the feed. Like who doesn't have ESPN or TBS? It's amazing. We're sitting. Here and I think Don and I more so than Peter. There, in my and I don't have a great memory. We had two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, and thirteen, and that was it. Now there's hundreds of choices. That's why when you look at ratings and you go, well, the, the World Series doesn't rate what it used to." Well, now there's like thousands of things that you could you, watch other than that. The only right. thing that's been immune to that is football. You watched things because what else were you going to do? What other options did you have? Right. And, uh, and, uh, and, ch- and really, Channel 13 was no real option. No, not at all. Unless you were real, can you watch Sesame Street? <laughs> you know, and, and even like during prime time. You know, Channel 5, this is before Fox yeah. TV, Channel 5 and 9 and 11 weren't movies. giving you anything. Yeah. So you had, you had three two, four, and seven. networks. You know, we laugh at like, you know, in England when they had like BBC 1, BBC 2. I mean, that's kind of what we had. We had two, four, and 7. And because of that, we were in pain. And Don, when we're in pain, what should we do? Well, what you got to do, Michael, is you got to go to our friend, Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't like neck, Wait, back. Wait, he's double board, not, he's not double one board? It's oh, double, okay. not triple, not single, double board certified. I think that's important. Pain specialist. Don't let neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It is time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call Dr. Fred Jay Shaw. He's our friend today at Samwell Pain. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. All Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same day and next day, appointments available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com now. Regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Sam L. Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit samwellpain.com. You'll wish you'd met Dr. Jay Shaw sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. I don't know if you know this, but Anita Marks is going to be live from the park at UBS Arena on Saturday, February 24th, starting at noon, before the Islanders matinee matchup against the Tampa Lightning. What's going on with that? Yeah, we're giving away four pairs of lower bowl tickets, plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down the contest and submit your entry. Join the Islanders for every thrilling matchup in March. Take advantage special ticket pricing for upcoming home games at UBS Arena, and be there for all the exciting action on the ice. Get your Take us today at NewYorkIslanders.com slash March. When we were out there, they played Tampa. Yep. Do you Only know here twice? How about this? I'm getting into this hockey. Yeah. I'm taking the family to Islanders Bruins next Saturday. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, without disclosing your location, that's not uh, around the corner from where you live. No, it's, it's about it's about 50 minutes. It's not bad though. 50. Well, that would take me to drive to the Garden. All right. UBS is nice. They're going to get the All-Star game in 2026. Well, they also treat us wonderfully. They yeah. do treat us well. Yeah. They, they Mr. Do. Ledecky is a, a fabulous they, human being. Yeah, I mean... All right, so we talked about um, the 100 most valuable teams in sports. Sportico put it together. Yes. And uh, it, it actually bodes well um, for three New York teams. So do you, do you saw the list, on? I did see the list. All right, so we can't play that I'm game. I'm sorry. Did all Peter right, so Don, it? Peter, who's the number one most valuable team? All sports. I haven't. Look, I have it here, but I haven't looked yet. The, right, the number one most valuable team in all sports: <sighs> the New York Yankees. No, they're fifth. Mm-hmm. The Dallas seven, Cowboys. The Cowboys are first at nine point two billion. Okay. Oh, Gold, wait, 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 wait. Golden State Warriors are two. Yeah. Golden State Warriors are two. Uh, who's three? Um, what sport are we, are we in? 
This is the NBA again. The NBA again after the Warriors, it, it would be the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. That, they're fourth. The Boston Celtics? Nope. No, it can't be. Am I like New York Knicks? Yeah. Crazy. So it's, the Knicks are worth $7.43 billion, Lakers $7.34 billion, Yankees $7.13 billion. The Giants are sixth, $7.04 billion. The Rams are seventh with $6.94 billion. The Patriots eighth at $6.7. 49ers ninth at $6.15. And the Jets are tenth at $6.11. Now, one thing that jumps out, other than the Knicks, although they did do a reimagining, this is why this is why organizations want new arenas. Cowboys a new stadium, Warriors a brand new place. The Knicks spent a billion dollars redoing the Garden. Lakers, well, it's not as new uh, as most of them. The Yankees, obviously, in 09. The Giants, new. Rams, new. Patriots, new. 49ers, new. Jets, new. This list bothers me. Why? Tell me. How? You got to explain, because I'm dumb. Yeah, we know. How can the Nets be more valuable than the Mets? How? In what world? Now, you say about new building. Well, the, you know, the city field's not old. So where are the Mets? The Mets are 77th. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's legitimate. They're tied, they're tied with the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Nets are 55. Are 55. You t- so you're telling me that the Brooklyn Nets are more valuable than the San Francisco Giants. Well, what's going on? Now, you want to say new building, or what what do they build? What is it called now? Oracle Park was built in 2000, so it's going to be 25 years old or whatever. But you're talking about 81 home games, a building that holds over 40,000 people, and and the Nets, they can't get a sniff in their own town. So is it it the television contract? Is it the build? I need to know what in what world, and I'm not being Met boy, I'm just saying that the Nets would be more valuable by 22 than a, than a major league baseball team in New York. Well, can you explain to me, Don, how a team that can no longer fill the building in the Washington Commanders can be eleventh in all that, of sports? That, that's not a new building. It's a dump. And what did they sell for? Se- uh, seven. Was it? Where was it? Seven. And I think that's why they probably recently sold, so they're able to put the value on it. But right, so they, they should they should actually be with the Giants at six. Because the Giants are seven point oh four, and one thing I will tell maybe you maybe they were six lists, and a half, maybe six and a half billion then. If if the Yankees like they have the Yankees at seven point one three, and again I'll play Yankee boy, it's fun. Um, if the Yankees were for sale, Hal Steinbrenner could get upwards of ten billion. No, but 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 why maybe maybe Dolan can get eleven yeah. for the Knicks. I mean I, I don't know. It's when a passion play when you're when you're you know valuing it. Now again, how does it work? Because um, Dolan separated the television from the actual Knicks and Rangers. So yep. I don't think you get... If you were to buy... But he owns the Garden. He owns the Garden. Right. But, it, but it's two separate companies. So when they value the Knicks, I don't think they valued it off of the television network because they're separate companies now. And the Yankees are separate... Co- I mean, the Yankees own controlling interest in the yes network but i don't think if you sold so, the yankees you, you'd get that controlling interest maybe so so where 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 does it come from because you say all right building so if the red sox opened a new building i guess they'd be number one with a bill at michael they're 20 and they they play in an archaic building that holds thirty thousand people 
It, it's it's uh, there's got to be something I'm missing here because you say new buildings, but you know Washington doesn't have a new building, and Green Bay's twenty eighth, and they play in an old building. Soldier Field was reimagined, but it, it it's it's old as the hills. The link isn't new. And where where Philadelphia is ranked thirteenth. All right, I get the Raiders. They they moved into a new city, and it's it's football. Right? So put the football aside, okay? Then you know the Dodgers play in a really older building. Um, as he said, um, it's not the Staples Center anymore. What is it? The uh, um, something dot com. Yeah, it's, uh, cryptic. Uh, yeah, crypto. Or, or crypto. Yeah. But that's that. That building's twenty five years old. If it's a day, I, I'm just trying to figure out the angle, Mike. Because you, because we were talking off the air. The Warriors apparently their building generates a ton of cash. Oh, print money. But can it? But it prints more than what Oracle Park in the same city. For the San Francisco Probably. Giants, who play 81 games as opposed to 41 games for the Warriors? Probably does, yeah. Probably makes more money. That much more? Yeah. That where they're ranked two, but, but also, and the San Francisco Giants ranked 56? But, but they're looking at the Giants' TV money that they get, and they're looking at the NBA deal that's about to be signed. And I think that's what gives the, the football teams great value, too, because they're operating in the black right away without selling a ticket. All right, so just looking at the local teams, the Yankees are five. Giants six, Jets ten. Then you've got to move down quite a quite a ways, right? Let's see. And the next local are the Nets at fifty five. Then you look uh, Mets Net seventy seven. I, I can't buy. I can't buy it. The Rangers, and Atlanta at seventy nine. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, the Braves. Bra- they have new a brand ballpark. new ballpark. They own the whole area around there. The Rangers are eighty five. And that's the only locals that made it in the top 100. So no Islanders, no Devils. Let's take a brief time out. Interesting. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. A little uh, internal fight here at ESPN. In what sense? Oh, you'll hear when we come back. Mm. Spring training isn't just for baseball players. It's time for you to get into shape and ready for the warmer weather. For over a decade, NJ Diet has helped thousands of people lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections without any of those nasty side effects. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with scans of personalized natural solutions and supplements to get you to shed that fat quickly. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. You're fully supervised the entire time to make sure you're burning fat, not just losing water. And you even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Locations close by are available from home with live online consultations. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. Or you can schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. Get ready for spring with njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.